0: morning liberty
1: well what is going on all of our liberty loving friends this is another fantastic episode of good morning liberty i'm one of the hosts here charles chuck thompson with me as always is seamaster ocean extraordinaire mr nathaniel paul thurston
2: that is my given name Mm. i appreciate it as Charlie alluded to, we just got back from the beach. We're not going to bore everyone with the story again because we just talked to the live group about it. Yeah, so if you want to
1: hear those kinds of things...
2: You'd have to go to joingml.com. and pay us a little right. six bucks a month so you can hear our personal stories about can jamming and karaoke and all that. Maybe even get some exclusive videos that you better not share posted to the group later on. Uh, but we had a good time down in uh, Orange Beach. Is that what it was? Orange Beach, right next yeah. to the old Gulf shores yep, yep. in Alabama. It was pretty
1: fun. We watched a cousin wedding. It was nice. <laughs> I was like wait what oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i remember Cousin those money. yeah the yeah. cousins that got married yes yeah. yeah, i remember that we all cheered and
2: celebrated <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're listening from alabama that's what's that's, known as a joke yeah um, i don't know if everyone caught that i just have to clear nowadays you have to clarify you do all these things we need a know? light that comes on when we're joking yeah. it is it's this one back here <laughs> it's the whole time it's always on this whole thing's a joke so one thing, because we both just got back from vacation, uh, we uh, I didn't pay attention to the news at all over the weekend, which was nice. Yes, we'll that's say what that. we were supposed to do. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty nice. Now, there was some big news that we'll talk about that happened on Friday, which is Russia shutting down the Nord Stream 1 pipeline and Europe kind of going into a bit of a crisis mode right now. And so that affected the stock market and all that stuff. And we are going to talk about their response to this, which sadly uh, is... Terrible, but we will... We but will. it's
1: exactly what you would
2: expect. And I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> else. And they're kind of in a corner, right? And they put themselves in a corner, and I don't, they don't have a ton of options uh, right now to get out of it. So we do have to keep so that So are they in like mind.
1: a mouse under a pail, you know? Yeah. There's And they heat up the pail. You've got to eat through the stomach to get out.
2: <laughs> Why did you go there with
1: that? I... That's so gross. That's my visual of an animal <laughs> backed into a corner, but it's that torture technique. Yeah. Where they put mice or rats or whatever Uh like on your stomach under a pail and then they heat the pail up and then they they chew through your body.
2: Join gmail.com everyone join (laughs) gmail.com. A little six bucks a month. I got sick thoughts. Sick thoughts. Okay, the first this just popped up on the on the feed. I wanted to play everyone this uh, this interview question. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about Peter it. Ducey asking about uh, election denial. I saw this rolling across across Twitter. A follow up about the MAGA Republican attention. So, if we're all in agreement that it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen, what about the 2016 election?
0: Look. I'm not going to go back to where we were or what happened in 2016 we're going to focus on the here and now we're going to focus on what's happening today uh, this inflection point that the President pointed out uh, very clearly, very decisively uh, in, in a few speeches about what the country needs to do at this time to bring the country together and he believes that's where majority of Americans are when it comes to protecting our democracy, when it comes to protecting our rights, and when it comes to protecting our freedoms. That's what we're going to talk about that's what we're gonna focus on on where we are at today. But just in trying to understand the
2: new attention on the MAG of Republicans, you tweeted
0: in twenty sixteen oh, Trump stole an election. Oh. Tweeted, I was waiting, Peter, when you were gonna ask me that question. Well <laughs> here we go. You tweeted Trump stole an election, you tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results yeah. is extreme now. Yeah. Why would So I let's think? let's be really clear. That that comparison that you made is just ridiculous. I have been, I have been. <laughs> well, you're asking me, you're asking me a question. Yes. Let me answer it. And you said it's well, ridiculous. I was, I was talking specifically at that time of what was happening with <laughs> voting rights and the what was in danger of voting rights. That's what I was speaking to at the time. And here's the thing I have said, Governor Kemp won the election in Georgia. I've been clear about that. Uh, I have said, President Trump won the election of 2016, and I've been clear about that. What we are talking about right now is, let's not forget what happened on January 6, 2021, when we saw an insurrection, a mob that was incited by the person who uh, occupied this campus, this facility in, at that time. And it was an attack on our democracy. Let's not forget, people died that day. Law enforcement were attacked that day. That was the danger that we were seeing at the time. That's what the president has called out, and that's what he's going to continue to call out. So, yes, when you have MAGA Republicans. we need.
2: You know what we should put on the store is a flag that just says January 6th on it and to sell it to people on the left. So anytime they get in the corner that they can't get out of, they just raise up this flag that says January 6th. Yeah. And then they can just safely walk away from any conversation that Mm -hmm. they want to.
1: It's, it's, it's mind boggling how she says, focus on the here and now, but then brings up Jan six.
2: Yeah. It's here and now Charlie. Right. It just happened.
1: Let's not forget what I want to focus on the here and now. And then let's not forget Jan (laughs) six. That was a brutal insurrection. People died. Now I'm not trying to discount the stupid things that people did on Jan six, I do think, I still think that that was a dumb idea, um, clearly. But at the same time, I want to point out the, just the plain hypocrisy. And then you noticed how narcissists deviate from those things. Mm-hmm. You call them out and she was buying time there. She's like, oh, I knew you were going to ask me about this. I, I already knew that while she was trying to think of her answer. Cause she, she, she was says that, com- that comparison would- is
2: ridiculous. Yeah. That's
1: and just right off the bat. Well, that's, yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, you, when
2: I baselessly said that Trump stole the election and I baselessly said that Brian Kemp stole the election <laughs> from Stacey Abrams, that is a ridiculous comparison for yeah. you to make right now.
1: And I've since then clarified my point, which she probably did just then. Yeah.
2: Okay. How many years after the fact right. did you do yeah. that?
1: So the fact that now I also want to say that, you know, there are some MAGA Republicans that haven't let the 2020 go. I, even myself, I don't know. I don't know the actual answer. I think there are some things that happened that look suspicious. Yeah. But so far none of the evidence has actually been adjudic- adjudicated to the point of proving beyond a reasonable doubt that it actually happened. So as of right now, I have to say, well, it looks like Joe Biden got the most vo- votes uh, even in the electoral college. And that he, you know, won the election. But I also don't think that there weren't nefarious things. There were probably nefarious things that happened in 2016. By the way, like when when was the last time the United States hasn't meddled in an election? <laughs> God only knows.
2: Every election,
1: not only our own, but worldwide, worldwide. Mm-hmm. So to say that, you know that. Our election was above board and and without flaw, I think
2: is, that's ridiculous, actually. George W. Bush's first election went all the way to the Supreme Court because people were fighting against that. And then there were also accusations of uh, improper uh, voting machine controversy happened in the next election after that. Uh, It's not as if people on the left accept every single election, but because other people did, it doesn't mean you have to do it. Let's all face the fact right now, if there's a Trump supporter out there listening, listen, I can tell you one thing that for sure is not going to happen. We are not going to uh, have some type of court date that is going to result in removal of President Biden from the office and the reinstatement of Donald Trump. That's not going to happen. The only way you're going to do this is by winning a new election, and you're not going to win a new election by complaining about the outcome of the previous election in the same way that the Cowboys aren't going to win a playoff game by complaining about the fact that Dez obviously caught the damn ball. In 2013. It's not going to help. Yeah. Move past it. And Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have a Super Bowl. <laughs> so That's anyway. the only one he won. Let's just move past this. I want to be in the here and now, Charlie. And let's talk about here and now. We're going to get into the European I energy do wanna, crisis. L- just real
1: quick. On, uh, let's not forget that we spent 2016 to 2020 not only not accepting the results of the election, but actually attacking the president of the United States mm-hmm. for years, impeaching him twice, Making up not well, literally making up this whole entire Russia hoax and sticking with it if it was if it was facts, and then we saw this whole scheme from social media where if if where they started this fact checking, well, fact checking has been around for a while, but they started like limiting the reach of these things that they deemed weren't credible. Like if you said, well, the the Russian thing is a hoax, well, then all you were shadow banned. Mm -hmm. If you didn't go along with the 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 leftist narrative, then this whole thing happens. So I understand the bitterness of MAGA Republicans. I understand the the resentment and the frustrations and all of that. But let's not. You, you can't. This is what my my great great grandpappy always told me. You can't stoop to their level, and because then you won't win. And I understand why you want to do that, but like we have to be principled, objective and above board. otherwise it's all for nothing.
2: And there are plenty other there are plenty of other reasons to be able to win, say the midterms or the next presidential election. It could be economics, it could be your energy policies. Uh, it could be some of the social policies if you want to go down that. There's plenty of things to talk about other than, the stolen election now if you want to use that to try and push through uh, voter id something like that let's push through voter id because it's a reasonable idea for us to have anyway i think you would say that i i think that voter id is a reasonable thing and uh it doesn't even have to be because you think the last election was stolen it's just a pretty reasonable thing to do in my opinion now reasonable is a very subjective term Reasonable, racist, same thing. They come from the same root. Yeah, they both start with R. They're both (laughs) verbs. Okay, the next thing, and we're going to get to the European energy crisis, uh, but first I wanted to mention one little thing that I noticed some trickery going on in our politics. It always, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I ever feel surprised, uh, but this is the newest plan from what I can tell from Reuters. U.S. Senate Democrats could link same-sex marriage to the government funding bill. Now, we're coming up on another government shutdown possibility at the end of this month. It is our annual extravaganza of how you won't be able to get into the uh, parks or whatever uh, because the government shut down or the troops aren't going to get paid or whatever it is that they're going to talk about in the media. So we're coming up on that at the end of the month. And in the bill to continue funding the government because Republicans are not extremely likely to support whatever is in the bill that they're going to use because Biden is asking for a lot of extra funding. Inside of that, they are also linking in protections for same-sex marriage. So that way, when the Republicans don't want to vote for the bill because they don't like the budget that the Democrats are throwing out there, they can say that it's because they don't want to protect same-sex marriage. They're anti-gay. And it's genius. It is. It's highly manipulative, mm-hmm. it's very genius, and uh, I'm impressed, once again. But anyway, Democratic leadership in the U.S. Senate could add language protecting gay marriage rights to a stopgap bill to keep the federal government funded in a bid to increase pressure on Republicans to support it, a Democratic source said on Tuesday. Such a move could up the pressure in the evenly divided chamber as it faces the September 30th deadline to avoid partial federal agency shutdowns when the money runs out at the end of this month. Then Fictitious money that we don't really have. Republican cooperation will be necessary in the Senate to pass the temporary funding bill that may last until December, which is needed because the two parties have yet to agree on a dozen regular funding bills. Chuck Erection Schumer, a Democrat, has vowed to hold a vote on a House passed bill codifying the right to same-sex marriage. It's not clear that the bill will have Republican votes. So we'll see if they can use that as a talking point for the midterm elections, which they are obviously moving towards. Once again, it's a genius idea. Politics are super disgusting, and I just want everyone to realize that. Inside of this potential bill, uh, Biden is requesting $47 billion in new spending, which includes $11.7 billion in emergency funds to help Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Emergency funds to help Ukraine. And $22 billion for COVID-19 aid. Needing that also. I th- uh, that's still happening? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, climate change-related flooding, that's a problem. Western wildfires, of course. Uh, climate change is going to kill everyone. So Biden's requesting $6.5 billion in aid, along with $4.5 billion to help deal with uh, monkeypox. Hmm. So uh, because people uh, wouldn't deal with that otherwise. All, reasonable, all
1: reasonable things. It's, very, very yeah, reasonable yeah. stuff. Yeah. And yeah. plus... Uh, it's going to codify gay marriage. So mm-hmm. if you vote against all those reasonable things, well, you're clearly unreasonable.
2: And it's you're just voting against it because you, uh, you now. Hate the how case. in the
1: world can Nate make a prediction like that? Like what? Like what they're what the Democrats are about to do? <laughs> I don't know. Now mark this day down. What is it? It's Tuesday, September sixth, two fifty seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Just watch when the Democrats go out there, and they claim that the republicans hate the gays. Just this this all started here.
2: It all started right here.
1: It just just it's these things are so easy to predict.
2: Just like we said it's, that the democrats were funding republicans uh ex- extremist republicans in the midterm election so they could then talk about how extreme the republicans were. They want
1: la- they just launched their yes. anti-MAGA campaign
2: once again. It's genius. You uh, there you, might be a room full of people thinking this shit up. I'm gonna, I'm this, gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah. There could actually be. Some people sitting around thinking this stuff up. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I went through a pretty big shift a few years ago. My music career was winding down at a time that I didn't want it to. I had a lot of social anxiety. I just didn't really know where I was going or what I was doing or what I even wanted to do. And I started drinking a lot. I'll just be honest with you. I wasn't actually dealing with any of the problems in my life. Something come along, I just focus even more on whatever those problems were. And I just make them go away real easy. And the issue was when when I never actually took the time to solve the problem, to figure out what was really going on, guess what, they never went away. They were always there the next day and it just got worse and worse. I finally went and talked to someone. You know, I went to therapy and they taught me some ways that I could actually solve those problems without drinking. Now, these days I'm over four years sober and whenever something comes along that makes me anxious or makes me upset, I don't just try to escape from it and I don't really dwell on it. I try to drill down and figure out what is it that I can do to actually solve this. So if any of these things are resonating with you and you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp It really is a great option. Convenient, accessible, affordable, all online. You can do video calls. You do voice chat. You can just do text chat if you want to. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a quick survey and you can switch therapists anytime you want. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GML.
1: All right, next up from the Daily Wire. Thanks, Ben. What a, just a, a nice guy, you know? <laughs> French president calls for a 10% cut in energy use will ration power as a last resort. The French president, Emmanuel
2: Macron, is, I, mm-hmm. I always forget how to pronounce his name. I mean, that's the uh, American way to say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Macron. Uh, Macron.
1: On Monday, he called for a 10% reduction in their energy use with a mand- with, uh, with any mandatory consumption limits on the table as a last resort. He urged residents of France to use air conditioning and heating a bit less than usual to avoid power outages, such as by keeping indoor temperatures no more than 66 degrees Fahrenheit through the winter. Meanwhile, the French government is preparing energy rationing initiatives that could be implemented as a last resort that you're telling me in the richest countries in the world, we're, we're going to ration energy.
2: Who this, would have ever thought
1: this could happen? I thought energy just was.
2: Yeah. Well, we you got just, all those solar panels and, uh, and wind turbines and stuff. So yeah, it should be fine. Right? No problems.
1: The legislature of spain has already mandated that public air conditioning be set no lower than uh, 80.6 degrees fahrenheit 27 degrees celsius through the summer months so the best it's going to
2: get inside your house is 80. i'm not going anywhere well that's for that's for uh public public air conditioning i don't know if that means yeah that's for in their places last week finance
1: ministers of the g7 nations reaffirmed a plan to impose a price cap on russian oil the move is meant to it's meant to significantly reduce russia's main source of funding for its illegal war uh, treasury secretary janet yellen said in a statement now what did we just go over last week folks you just see you see how the the sphere is rotating and moving along in this perfect narrative that's so predictable it's ridiculous because this is obviously this is what they forgot to do that's going to stop the russians From going through the black market and changing labels and all that stuff. This is the price cap.
2: They just put a price cap on the official Russian
1: oil. What they're gonna do? It's
2: not that they're switching the oil out on the boats or putting different labels on them or doing blends and mixing them together. They just put a price cap on the oil. This this is gonna work this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's
1: never worked before, but don't worry about that. It's gonna work this time. The Russian government has since threatened to retaliate over the price cap with Kremlin spokesman uh, Dmitry. Peskov, confirming to reporters that the nation may resume gas shipments via Nord Stream One if shank- sanctions are eased. So uh, Russia is saying, "Okay, we see uh, your play, and we're gonna raise. Uh, we're not out of this yet. By the way, we're not Mm-mm. folding. Ain't there ain't no fold in my in my decision making? I raise you all in, bitch. Bring it to me.
2: That's actually exactly what they said.
1: Yeah." I speak Russian, so I, mm-hmm. I interpreted that. Yeah,
2: Germany, the largest economy
1: in Europe, in, uh, imported roughly 55% of its natural gas from Russia before the invasion of Ukraine and has since reduced its dependence to 35%. German gas supplies, however, are currently slated to last only three months if Russia continues to pause all exports. Now, talk about being backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you can't heat your house in the winter, that's a big problem now what are people going to do burn trees what what are they going to do to make sure they don't die in the winter because let me tell you something: mother nature's out there to take you out and there are things that are worse than the russian invasion of ukraine and it's how about your kids uh are suffering because they freeze to death
2: or your old your grandma you know grandma's gonna get cold or hot whichever way now we I'll Did just finish this, no, okay. this last part right here. The, the
1: EU has formally adopted the official policy of becoming a climate neutral society by 2050 in accordance with the European Green Deal and the Paris Agreement. What a perfect time to just mm. stand your ground by and just by fiat, just arbitrary by 2050. We're going to do this. Your,
2: You and uh, your family be damned. And what's the reason this is hurting them so bad now is because what they basically going to do is they're, they're still using natural gas, obviously. And of course they're switching over the solar panels and wind farms and all that, but they do what a lot of countries do to make their numbers look better. They outsource all of their usage. And essentially what they're doing is they're just going to get it all from Russia. Right. And that can bring all of our numbers down, even though we're still using all the natural gas. Hey, it's better for the environment, but you know, that's those that Russian natural gas numbers right there. That's not really us. And, uh, there were some warnings about this. There were there were a few. And we can play the 40-second video as if you haven't heard it on everyone else's podcast or news show out there. But I did notice today that now this news, a you know, lefty organization out there who was uh, posted this video in 2018, this has now been removed. Uh, but mm. this is still showing here. But they... They posted that Trump made some outrageous claims about the German energy at the UN and the German delegation's reaction was priceless. Now what they're actually pointing, that now this is also making fun of him. And I just noticed today when I went to click on this that it says that this video, this post is not available. And so it's not there anymore. I wonder why. Yeah. Any reason why it wouldn't be there? Oh, how the chickens turn the tables. So now this is them erasing history because people were making fun of Trump for this. And let's just hear what he said. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Now they're laughing at him. That's awesome. Trump's claim is not accurate and highly misleading. CNBC says Germany imports only a fraction of its solar energy from Here in the Western Russia.
0: Hemisphere, we are committed to maintaining our independence
1: from the encroachment of expansionist foreign
2: powers. So there's a little fact check from now this for you. They even put some fun music to the background for it. Some clown music. And why do you think they took that off of there when they even fact checked him saying that that claim that he made was misleading? Mm. That's awesome. Let me just show just... you what it looks like when you click on that video. Boom, this tweet is unavailable. <sighs> There you go. Not there anymore. Okay, so let's talk about what they're doing in this scenario because it's not going to be good. Um, they are planning. Now, they have not released the official plan yet. Uh, I believe Thursday is when the official plan is going to come out. But so far, all the leaks and the speculation uh, that they're going to be borrowing billions of dollars uh, to freeze everyone's energy bills. Nice use of language there, you know, freezing the energy bills for the winter. I get it. I get it. Okay. Now, they're going to be doing the energy price freeze. Now, the important part here is that they are not freezing the price of the commodities that goes into the energy. Those are still going to go up. What they're going to do is they're going to borrow money and then subsidize people's energy bills anytime it's above whatever price cap they set on it. And what kind of effect do you think that's going to have on the overall market, Charlie? When, when the government comes in and subsidizes something, I mean, that's it's cheaper for everyone, right?
1: Oh, of course, yeah. Because <clears throat> they, the governments, they have historically shown that they are good at controlling mm-hmm. those things.
2: Things get cheaper. Yeah. So from the BBC, the UK to borrow billions to cut <clears throat> energy bills, Prime Minister Liz Truss, by the way, they have a new prime minister in, uh, in the UK, Liz Truss, is understood to be planning to borrow billions to limit the expected sharp rise in energy bills for households and firms. Currently, a typical household's gas and electricity bills due to rise from 1,900 pounds to 3,500 pounds in October. Jesus. That's a big spike. It's almost 100%. The government's plans to subsidize bills means that customers will not be expected to repay the support. Possibly. We don't know what the end result is. I've seen a lot of different versions of this. It's unclear how long the government support will last, but the overall government support package is expected to be around 100 billion pounds. Energy bosses have insisted for some time that a government-backed super fund from which they could borrow to subsidize bills is the only game in town. Isn't that interesting that the Mm. uh, energy people running the uh, energy companies... They really are behind this whole government-backed super fund to be able to subsidize their prices on stuff.
1: Oh yeah, huh? This is the only plan that could work, man. However, now are you guys gonna get richer? Well, yeah, but that's not important. Mm-mm. What's important is that people have heat for their homes, and they're not they're they're not shutting off their heat because they can't afford it.
2: That's the important thing. Regardless, they should get richer because they are providing something that is in short supply that is very important for everyone to use and to stay alive. How much is it worth for you to stay alive during the winter? It's probably worth a lot of money, and so they're going to end up charging a lot of money for it. The problem is when you remove it from the actual user of the energy, you remove that price, and you set a price cap on it. It's clearly going to go up above that price, but now you don't have any limiting factor on what the top-line price is going to be. Because the government's going to pay for it, whatever it is. So now there's no incentive structure to keep the price down. Because the more the prices go up, the more the government's just going to want to borrow to pay for it. And when they stop paying for it, whenever they stop subsidizing it, it's not going to be back down where it is right now. It's going to be a brand new subsidized inflated price a couple years from now, whatever that is. And in fact, it could end up being so high that they never stop subsidizing it, which is what I think would actually happen.
1: But this is how cool prices are, if you guys think about this in the other way. The coolest thing about prices is that do you actually do you really need your heat on you know seventy or seventy two or whatever? Like maybe you could adjust your life a tad bit and you could, you could survive on sixty eight or sixty nine And with prices like that is like you get to make a decision like the the power is still in the people's hands where they're like, oh man, do I want to pay the extra money for this scarce resource right now or could like, could we, in our budget, in our house, like, could we, you know, maybe, maybe we could get an extra sweatshirt and we could put it on 68 instead of 70 or 72 you slap your wife's hand and be like, don't touch this thermostat. And don't be and-
2: sexist now. My wife gets mad during the winter if you turn the heat up past 63. Okay. She mm-hmm. hates it. She wants it as cold as possible.
1: I, I sincerely apologize <laughs> for being uh, that stereotypical, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm a bad person. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, but the, but the cool thing about prices is those are the things that you get to control. It's like, okay, well, how much, how important is heat to me? Well, it's definitely important enough that I want it on. Okay. And, and, but it's not that important to me that I have to have it at a perfect temperature. I could, you know, I could use other things to get around that. And like, that's what it's supposed to, that's what's supposed to happen. And then you come in with this type of Fiat as Nate alluded to you're just all this does is exacerbate a problem and then in the future it's going to make it a hundred
2: times worse well the industries get adjusted to that new price that the government's willing to pay see what we have right now with oil oil prices have been coming down a lot right it's not because we fixed anything with supply it's because the world is going into a bit of a recession and there's not as much buying power there's not as much demand for the oil you can't you can't just charge. You know, listen, everyone needs oil and everyone needs natural gas. Natural gas is say around seven hundred right now. Oil's around eighty-eight, whatever it is. I haven't looked at the market today. You can't just come out and charge five hundred for five hundred a barrel of oil. It's not going to work because no one can pay pay for it. And if no one can pay for it, then you're not going to sell any. And so they have to keep it down to the price where people can actually pay. What Charlie's talking about, someone having to make those decisions—that is the market telling them what price it needs to be that people can actually pay. And when they remove people from that, there's no incentive. There's no downward pressure on the prices anymore. Same thing with natural gas, which I, I said was around uh, 700 I think, is what was charging that today. They can't just charge 5000 for it because people wouldn't be able to pay it. And so they could slap a sticker on it that says 5000 but if no one can pay for it, then they're getting zero.
1: That price will start coming down.
2: Yes, it has to come down. That's the other
1: side of the coin.
2: And so that's what we've seen with gas. Yeah, gas has been coming down, but it's because people don't have enough money to pay for the gas and go on trips, and so they've had to lower the price. And what they're doing in the UK, and I realize that they are in a tough spot right now. They don't have a time machine. They can't go back and say, you know what, Trump was right. Let's go back in time and let's stop. Let's stop getting rid of all the ways that we produce our own energy. And let's just go back in time and do that. They can decide that they're going to do that, but that's going to take years and years for them to do that. And so right now, what are they going to do for people who can't afford this? Well, what, what they should do is if people can't pay more than that, then that will be shown in the market because they, people won't be able to charge more than that amount. Natural gas is a little bit different from oil. Oil is a worldwide market. You can load it up on ships and ship it around. Natural gas is different. It needs to be liquefied to be shipped back and forth. It's got to be super cold or whatever temperature it's got to be to to be shipped back. It's a little bit more of a localized market for people. And so it is a little bit removed from place to place. And that's why their prices can go up a bunch and ours can kind of stay the same when it comes to to natural gas. And they don't have a time machine. So what are they going to do? They need to push that downward pressure on the prices so they don't just run up, but instead they're going to write a government blank check to pay for whatever the amount is over 2000 pounds. We're just going to cover it for people. Why would it be ever be cheaper than that? It's not, it's only going to be more expensive. Why would, why would it look at college, look at houses, look at medical care. Look at everything. Why would this help with natural gas? And how many
1: examples do we need
2: to realize this doesn't work? Apparently we need all of
1: the examples. And it hasn't ever worked. I agree with T-Dub. He says, has the UK considered going back to burning witches? Because that that might work. I think that's one of our problems, (laughs) you know, is that there's all these witches brooming about yeah, and, uh, you know, we're not taking care of them. And so that's... All these prices, that's thats what's happening.
2: It's Putin's witches. Now, what we don't know on this is how are they going to plan on, how are they going to pay for this? I know that that's like a crazy thing. It doesn't matter. Don't you care about poor people, but, Nate? That's yeah. the response. What about Jan 6? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever response you want to have to In that. In the
1: UK, they talk about Jan yeah. 6, too. That's because uh, it was an attack on democracy, which is
2: worldwide. worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... They are they don't know exactly how they're going to pay for it. One of the ideas right now is that this is essentially going to be racking up a bill to be paid at a later date for people. They're essentially going to subsidize it. And later on, when the subsidizing is over, people are going to have to pay this back through loans over time. The other way they're looking at doing is actual government loans to pay for all of it. And then how are they going to pay for that? Well, they've got to raise taxes. they got to sell more bonds. Those Bonds do have to be paid back. There's literally no way to do this to where it's not still going to cost the same people the same amount of money to do it. You're just going to do it through a more inefficient means. Whatever money they pay to subsidize, the people will still have to pay back towards natural gas. Or your children. Or Or your children's children. And if people feel okay putting that on their kids or their grandkids later on, man, heaven help you, man. Bless your heart. Mm. Tell you, I learned that while we were down in Alabama this weekend i we'll to start using that Heaven more. help you, bless your heart. Heaven help you, ma'am. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Roll tide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we learned down in Alabama yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's honestly all I really wanted to mention. We don't have the details on the whole thing. What? T Dub says try these
1: new five TikTok dances to reduce energy costs. <laughs>
2: And that's the other thing. Now we're getting oh, into That would warm you
1: up if you're doing TikTok dances. You don't need the heat on 74.
2: I got to tell you by the way. I've got a smart thermostat as you do also. I'm I'm sure. I'm going to buy an OG thermostat. I'm not going to install it right now. But I'm going to buy it before they're illegal. Because eventually this crisis and this mm. emergency is going to lead to control over the thermostats. Mm. And I've already got a conspiracy. They've been doing it because that sucker pops up to levels never seen before in my house randomly. Sometimes And it's supposed to be a smart thermostat. And um, eventually they're going to put so many regulations and controls on those that you won't be able to find them anymore because you being able to control the temperature in your house is going to be too dangerous for democracy. Yeah. And and well, so it's going to
1: go against the state of emergency. Of course, everyone's in.
2: So I'll make a bold claim to everyone or a suggestion: get yourself an OG thermostat while you still can, because I know this isn't hitting too hard here right now. But it's going. I saw some stories. I think out of Denver, maybe where this had happened, and they tested out uh, by you know, voluntarily, I guess, uh, in some different places around the country. I don't think that's the last we're gonna see of it. I think eventually we'll we'll see some restrictions on what you can actually keep your air conditioning or your heat at. And now, thanks to all of the climate change enthusiasts, whatever, enthusiasts, whatever you want to call it, now we're talking about these uh, these prices shooting way up. Of course, recession is almost a sure thing. In, in Europe and probably in the United States, rationing people's energy use and then taking out loans on the backs of people's children to subsidize the prices, all so we can basically do nothing when it comes to climate change, even if it were a completely real crisis because China and India aren't going to do anything. And so none of this matters at all.
1: But we're doing our part in the war. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is to stand up for democracy
2: and put Putin in his place. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I've done. Call the only precious metals dealers I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They're the highest rated firm in the country with an A rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, They will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 866-709-3080. That's 866-709-3080. Or text GML, for Good Morning Liberty, to 998-899. That's GML to 998-899. Or call 866-709-3080. Zero or text GML to 998899, and there's a link in the show notes. We are saving mm. the Ukrainians. It's our sacrifice to make. I don't know how many people are in Ukraine. do you remember? Is it like 30 million or something? It's, I mean it's, oh, it's got to be random guess yeah, 30
1: 40 million yeah. of uh, democracy loving mm. people.
2: Yeah. So as long as no more than 30 million people around the world die from the energy crisis, I mean I guess it's a good trade-off. A little bit less than 30 million. I mean, not all the people in Ukraine are going to die. Let's just say 15 million. As long as 15 million people don't die from uh, all of these uh, energy problems that we're having, yeah, then it's a good trade-off for people who bear none of the consequences to make for us. That's awesome. Because
1: you know their houses aren't going to be limited. No, they'll be fine. That's for sure.
2: Well, happy Tuesday, everyone.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back from your relaxing Labor Day weekend.
2: It's not a White Pill Tuesday.
1: I got news for you. We're all going to die.
2: <laughs> that's true.
1: One day. Okay. Mm-hmm. For them, death is a part of life. All right. so that's, that's the news for you right there. Uh, now there's a journey mm. that takes place before that death. Um, some people longer than others, and there's a lot of good things you can do. Uh, not only for now, the here and now, and the reason why we talk about all these things, but it's also for the, for the future of the, of the human race. And, and I think all of these things are really important and you have to keep calling these things out because how many times, what, what is the definition of insanity It's doing the same things, literally the same things. Governments have been doing the same things over and over and over and over, and over again. And it's, it's high roll tide. High tide. We learn It's high, it's high time. time, high time. And, you we know, learn.
2: I know all this stuff gets you really stressed out, and that's why you should go to NatesCrashCourse.com and use the promo code CRASHCOURSE40 to get 40% off so you can learn how to trade in the stonk market. Um, I'm currently in the trade to the long side right now, sitting flat on the position, as I have been for the past two hours right now, uh, but still sitting... Sitting right at even. But anyway, if you want to learn some of the strategies or just how to actually make your own strategies, if you know nothing about trading whatsoever, never even thought about it before, this is the 100 video package for you at natescrashcourse.com. Promo code Crash Course 40. Yeah, the, the promo code. Don't forget that.
1: I got to tell you, I'm not going to tell you what to do because I can't. I'm not a financial advisor. Neither. All I'm going to do is share. Mm-hmm. That my current I have a, a, a long time horizon, which I'm long on, and I'm adding to that position. But then I also have a, a another another longer position, but it's a shorter time frame and it's a short position and it's looking good. I held through the short squeeze, mm-hmm. knowing that they were trying to shake the weekends. hands. But because I took Nate's crash course, <laughs> dot com, I knew that the economy showed no signs of an actual recovery and that the stock market was going to have to follow suit and so like nate pointed out likely well we already know that we're in a recession from two negative quarters but let's just not even count that definition anymore likely what you can see going on in the world is that the entire world is headed into a recession which means the stock market is going to have to balance out with what the economies are doing around the world. So if you know those things by going to com using promo code crash 40, then, uh, you can make decisions for yourself. Like I made decisions for me. Crash course 40 crash course 40 is yeah. a promo code, not crash 40. <clears throat> also go to godhatesfeds.com. Uh, God God Pick yourself up some merch and share the show with a friend, a family member, a foe, if you enjoyed it, which I know that you did. Today's episode was a banger that you need to share around. So share it with your friends and your family and your foes and leave us a rating and review. If you feel so inclined, those things help out a bunch. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed. And if you do all those things for me and Nate, do it for Nate. That needs to be a new shirt. Do it for Nate. If you do that for Nate, then we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.